The Women in Trade podcast, a force of women coming together, building, bricklaying, cooking, mending, sewing, teaching, problem solving, painting, decorating, designing, plumbing, and coding. Stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in to the Women in Trade Hats Are Off podcast. I'm your host, Janet Curdu, founder of Women in Trade magazine, the UK's only publication focusing on women's trades. This podcast highlights all the amazing women who are in a trade from painters to carpenters, fashion designers, engineers, foodies, and business service providers. It's a force of women coming together, building, plumbing, bricklaying, painting, cooking, mending, sewing, and welding. They are teaching, engineering, problem solving, and coding. I'm excited about today's guests. Eliza Seville, a motorsports mechanic and workwear designer from Warwickshire, and Jade Price, a mechanic from Warrington. Now, before we dive into this show, it's interesting to note that Despite the rarity of female auto technicians, women have been in this industry for a long time, like Denise Cluggage, a race car driver who founded the Auto Week magazine in the 1960s. Florence Lawrence, who invented the first turn signal in 1910. And Mary Anderson, who invented the first windshield wiper in 1903. Interesting stuff. <laughs> Thank you both for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having us on. So let's start with your story, Eliza, on how you got into your trade. Yeah, so um, I started off, my uncle had a road car garage and um, uh, I was I had the interest in, I was actually interested in drifting. Um, so <laughs> I wanted to give give it a go, having a go working on the cars. So he let me have some work experience at his garage initially. Um, and what, and just, sorry, what is, uh, just for our listeners, what, what, I mean, I know what it is, but what is drifting? Yeah, it's just getting the car sideways, really. It's kind of... <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. I love watching yeah. that. It's pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> yeah, really good. Um, so that was initially what sparked my interest. And um, yeah, started work experience in my uncle's garage and just... Um, really loved it like loved the hands-on approach I always knew I I never wanted an office job um, that was kind of stuck in my mind <laughs> and uh, yeah so really enjoyed it thought it was really re- rewarding you know kind of uh, making a fix on the car and then and then it going out and knowing that I'd done that so um, yeah one thing led to the next so I was doing my A-levels at the time uh, so I decided to go to motorsport college um, at Silverstone uh, and I did a diploma there, which led on to an apprenticeship with uh, Aston Martin Privateer. Uh, okay. So with them, I did European Le Mans series. So it kind of threw me right in the deep end <laughs> with the uh, <laughs> high-level motorsport. And I did Le Mans in my first year, which was an amazing experience. Um, yeah, and then from there, I became self-employed and then the rest is history really <laughs> <laughs> so um so uh tell us about the the type of training that you had to do I mean what what, what qualifications do you have or was it more sort of just hands-on on the job training 
Yeah, I think what was the most beneficial to me was all the work experience I did in and around the um, motorsport diploma. I think uh, the diploma definitely helped me get my foot in the door um, and obviously learn all your kind of factual information there. Um, But definitely the apprenticeship and actually, you know, doing the job and and, uh, experiencing it was what was the most beneficial, I think. Oh, fantastic. Um, and Jade, what about you? What was your journey like in becoming a mechanic? Um, I was a bit more grim than that. Yours was a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I was um, 17. Um, went to college, got my first year. And then coming up to my second, I'd gone around asking about apprenticeships. And this one garage that I went to that was closest to me, I went in and asked for the manager, shaking like anything because it's such a nerve-wracking thing to do. Aww. And <laughs> as I'd gone in and asked for the manager, he just looked at me and I was, he was like, can I help? And I was like, yeah, I'm just asking about an apprenticeship. And he just sort of looked at me and he just laughed. And I was like, oh, I'm missing, I'm missing a punchline here. So I just sort of laughed back and then he just went one minute. I, I swear to you, he went and got all the lads out the back, told them what I was there for, and they just laughed. They literally stood there and laughed in my face till I left, and then... Really? That's really honestly, bad. it was the worst thing ever. That's awful. And That's absolutely awful, Jade. It it really was. It, no joke, it took me about 12 years to give myself a kick up the backside, pretty much to not give up on something that I knew I wanted to do. So after that experience, what what happened after that experience? The only way, because I hadn't had me level two, because I'd just given up with it completely, um, the only way I could sort of get back into the trade was to start out as a service advisor and then hope that an opportunity would come up or I'd sort of move dealership for a vacancy to come up with an apprentice in the workshop and I was like having it so luckily when I started working at Alda one come up there and I was like I'm having it I'm having it I'm not giving up because all I've done for the last 10 years plus is kicked myself for giving up on it right and then here I am fantastic um so so who are you so are you self-employed or, or so what are you actually doing at the moment? So at the moment I work with um, a Porsche specialist named Nanmeister. So oh, fantastic. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, are you enjoying it's it? so cool. It's really nice to see all of the older vehicles and the engine conversions that they still do on the older vehicles now. It's mental, so yeah, loving it. Fantastic. So that's restore. So, so you sort yeah. of moved moved away from that bad experience, and now your faith has been restored, and you absolutely love what you do, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's fantastic. It's becoming more accepting now, isn't it? Fantastic. Yeah. I'm so glad you kept at it because I feel like my my uh, journeys. I've been quite lucky in some ways, and um, I definitely hear a lot of stories of it not going that way. And it's definitely a case of, I think, finding the right place for you um, because they are out there. Yeah, that's fine, isn't it, isn't it? The times have changed now, so yeah, it's not as bad as what it used to be. 
Yeah. Okay, so Eliza, tell us about, uh, I can't wait to get on to this bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell us about uh, the workwear that you design and the reasons behind it. Yeah, so basically the reason behind it is I couldn't find anything. <laughs> that, um, As you do. Unsuitable, <laughs> really. Um, so, yeah, everything I found was just like really thin cotton and um, just didn't last two seconds and it was all baggy. And, you know, especially for people that use machinery, that, that can be quite dangerous. Um, so... I, I I did some research. I put out some surveys to make sure it wasn't just me in, in the same boat and kind of make sure that I wasn't missing a trick or <laughs> something. <laughs> um, and it, it did turn out that there was other women in the same situation. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll give it a go, you know, trying to design my own. And, and if it doesn't go well, at least I will have got some trousers out of it. <laughs> so, so that's how it kind of started. Um, yeah, so... We're at the very start of the journey, you know, we, we've not got many products at the moment, but um, I'm hoping, you know, it will keep growing and I'll be able to do different designs because I'm very much of the thought that not one size fits all and, you know, what not not one design fits all. So, I, you know, so there's would... so, so much I want to do. But <laughs> <laughs> So would you say that the, the biggest problem is, is the way they fit? Because, um, like, for instance, when I put, when I have to, do something that requires me to put a high-vis vest on they're, they're always like really massive like a house I mean yeah. would you say would you say the, the, the biggest problem with women's workwear is the way they fit and the way they make you feel like they yes. can look quite they can look and feel quite boxy can't they yes, if that's the right word to use yes I, I almost think that um, they don't want to spend out because I guess it's you know it is a smaller market at the moment so um, I'm sure these designs are just kind of the men's designs but shrunk down a bit um, right they're kind of not essentially designed for women they're they're designed for men and they're just made a bit smaller um, okay that's the case so um, so yeah, what but what about what about the what about the material and the feel of what you've designed is it cotton uh, no, so it's a stretch denim, um, so they're stretchy, uh, which I thought was really important because, you know, you want it to be comfortable, especially the kind of positions sometimes you're getting into as a mechanic um, and in other trades, you know, when you're bending down, you're getting underneath the car, um, it's important that they move with you and it, they're not like, you know, you feel like you can't bend over because then they're digging into your stomach. <laughs> so, <laughs> Are they are they quite um are they quite high waisted because you know as you say you're bending down in yeah. in some really strange poses yeah, <laughs> or positions yeah, yeah. um yeah so are they quite high waisted so that everything's all covered yes yes exactly yeah yeah that's that's the worst problem <laughs> because that's what that, because one of my bugbears when you put jeans or put trousers on yeah. you, you, you you crouch down and you know everybody can see you know <laughs> everything <Yeah>. basically <laughs> that's one yeah. of my bugbears <laughs> yeah definitely. And then, and then the so, other thing was pockets, because like I, I ended up wearing just ladies' jeans because I couldn't find anything. And then obviously they they make all the pockets fake, <laughs> and they're all stitched. Yes, so. they do. I'm noticing that even on on regular clothing, yeah. um, you've got fake pockets. I'm thinking, well, what is that about? I actually need to put my keys in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. I don't know why they feel the need to take the pockets away. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so that was another thing, and um, yeah, and it's great getting feedback, you know, from from all the customers, 
um, so that each time we kind of design a new pair, we'll, we'll take all that stuff into account and, and you know, keep improving it and keep supplying what people need, essentially. So, so what, what makes what makes your workwear work stand out? Because there are quite a few, um, there's quite a few brands out there, uh, you know, doing similar things for women. Um, I just say that um, we, we, we really listen to our customers and um, we want to kind of really um, get specifics to each um, trade because um, I've had lots of people messaging me from all different trades um, about their what they need and, and we really want to deliver that um, so that there's something for everyone and then also have the options available in terms of sizing um so like we offer the three different leg lengths because again you know the what one size doesn't fit all um and and we want to offer different fits and and shapes to suit different people because everyone's different um so that's that's what we're going for it it, it is hard to get to that point quickly because I, i'm funding it all myself currently so um you know, and oh, so it's to... self, so it's self-funded. Well yeah, done, you. Is. Well yeah. done, you. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> so, <obviously, Woo! laughs> your minimum order quantities, so you, you you've got quite a large outlay. Um, so it's hard to get as many sizes as you, as you would like, but I'm hoping we'll get there. <laughs> Fantastic! Fantastic! Bread. Yes, well done, well done, you. That's very brave. <laughs> yeah, she is smashing it, isn't she, Jade? <laughs> so um so where can we where can we currently buy them? Uh yeah, so you can head to www.thewomensworkwear.com. Um so we're all online at the moment. Uh, it would be great to get stores eventually, but that's um, a long way down the road. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, everything seems to be online. Everything yeah. seems, you know, um yeah, everything seems to be online at the moment. I mean, if you if you can do it online, why why um, why have over you know the overheads of of, of yeah. a storefront, you know, like a, a physical shop sort of thing? Yeah, it definitely reduces the cost for me massively. So, <laughs> fantastic for now. Um, yeah, and then we're we're on Instagram and Facebook. If people want to keep up with the the community, we want to try and build a community on, online and. Um, we we like sharing our, what our followers are doing and that kind of thing. So, uh, and we definitely like try to inspire other women thinking of of getting into the trade and and stuff like that. Yeah, that's wonderful. So, so the reason why Jade is on our show today is because she actually wears your designs. Um, Jade, Jade, can you tell us how they fit and you know, and they are they comfortable? Honestly, like the issue that, like Eliza was saying, that trying to find workwear to fit when you're a female, and it it, it generally does seem like they shrink when stuffed down. There's no stretch to them, so you find everything digs in, and you know we're women, so we have a bit more of a bigger bottom. So trying to lean <laughs> down with you, like you think guy these pants is horrible. So I'd come across Eliza's workwear on Instagram. And as soon as I seen the words stretch them, and I was like, I'm having those. And they're <laughs> the comfiest pair of pants ever because they hold you in all the right places. They still make you feel like a female without, 
you know, like sticking out like a sore thumb. You can still feel like a female. You can still be what you want to do. You're still comfy. And the pockets are amazing because they're the right height just to put your phone in or your, your card in or your secret little snack in that you don't want to share with anyone. <laughs> the perfect height. But honestly, they're, they're such a good pair of pants. They're really durable as well. So it ticks all the boxes. So for me, it was an old brainer. Oh, that's fantastic. And I like the fact that you were, uh, you mentioned about maintaining your femininity because a lot of the times when, um, you know, when, when you think of women doing different trades, um, people seem to think that, um, you know, that you can't still look like a woman, you can't get your nails done, you can't have your hair done, you know, that you have to look a certain way. So, you know, I'm, 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 yeah. I was just re- it's really nice to hear you say that, that it, that it actually made you feel like you were still a woman. How lovely is that? Yeah, on, honestly, the, the great you, you do, you don't feel like, because a lot of men's pants, they're just, the baggy, there's no shape to them, so because these give you a bit of shape, mm. you don't feel like you're losing yourself. You're sort of breaking that stigma. Yeah, so, so that shows, Eliza, that shows that you're doing a good job then, doesn't it? Yeah, so, <laughs> 100%. Same with me to hear. <laughs> I, I, I love getting the feedback from the customers. Yeah, it's so, so nice. <laughs> it makes it worth it. <laughs> so th- this is a question uh, for both of you. Um, what, what do you love the most about being an auto technician? I mean, at the start of the show, I, I mentioned um, Denise Cluggage, um, Florence Lawrence, Mary Anderson, and all the great work they did. They also, um, whilst the men in World War One, whilst the men had to leave their families and loved ones, unfortunately, to go and fight. You know, the, you know, the, these are the type of women that were, you know, um, they took up the roles of auto mechanics. So, so what, what, what you know, what, what's the, what are the best bits? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd say that. Um... Well, I I find it really rewarding. Um, so uh, obviously now I do the race cars. So but when when I've kind of rebuilt rebuilt the car and then I see it going out round on track and um, and with no mechanical faults, um, yeah, I just kind of get like a proud feeling, I guess. <laughs> um, and and the, yeah, you get the adrenaline rush from all the racing and everything, but. Um, I quite enjoy the challenge of putting it together and um yeah I I enjoy a challenging a ch- something challenging and then overcoming it um and then thinking you know oh well, I I managed to do that you know <laughs> so I think that's what I enjoy most about about the job and Jade oh that's pretty similar to Eliza's but not as not as glamorous a race car but it is definitely the whole something comes in, it's not right, it's broke to fix it. It's that, that uh, what do you call it, self achievement, I think, and accomplishing something. And you know, if, you, if you've had a bad experience like myself, it feels nice to be able to turn around. I think somebody at one point didn't want you to succeed in something or didn't have the faith in you for you to be where you are now. I think it's great that you didn't. It, so yes, and I think it's great that you. Yes, and I think it's great that you didn't allow uh, previous experiences to put you off, Jade. So well done to you. Thank <laughs> you. That sh- that shows great strength <laughs> and passion. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, um, 
So what, what changes would you like to see uh, in your trade? This is for both of you. Um, more, more women, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of yeah, course. Definitely. More women. Yeah, yeah. I guess le- less places like that initial one that Jade went to, you know, <laughs> a, a, change of, a change of heart with the, those places. Because, um, yeah, yeah, there's definitely the, the ones that are, are reluctant to accept change and, and then there's ones that, you know, will welcome you with open arms. But um, And then, yeah, to just encouraging more women. I think it, it needs to come from a, a very young age, um, you know, just at, at school, you know, letting girls know that it's not men-only job, you know. Women are just as capable of doing the things that men can do. So... Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> and Jay, and Jay, do you, do you feel that enough is being done to encourage girls to take this up? Not really, no. Um, just like how Eliza was saying, then like back at school, I don't think I ever once heard about girls can get into mechanics and stuff. I just always heard like, um, oh lads, there's always the the plumbing and stuff down there and the office sort of stuff down there. So never really sort of heard them going, do you know what, anyone can do any job. You just need to put your mind to it. You need to just go for it. So definitely along them lines, I think it does need to be publicised more than what it is. Anybody can do anything. It's not a, a man's job or a woman's job anymore. It's an everybody's job. Fantastic. So um, this is for both of you. What, what are, I mean, there's, there's a lot going on in the world at the moment, what with the pandemic and everything. But um, what, what, what are your present struggles? Oh, um. <laughs> uh, I think one of my struggles with the pandemic was getting the mental sort of frame of mind back to normal. It was quite hard with the lockdown and then getting it back into your head about getting back into work and stuff because I always had that worry that I was forgetting. I (laughs) I think that was like a worry of mine, but I think just the mental side and accepting and trying to understand what's going on and whatnot. You know what, I had I, I get exactly the same with the, you know, like if I have like even a week off work, I start to think, oh no, I'm going to go back and I'm going to be so bad. It's just like riding a bike, you fall off and you get back on again, don't you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's always fine. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Eliza, tell us something surprising about yourself. Um, I think something surprising is, I think when I tell people, when people ask me about, um, you know, how I got into what I do now, um, they're always surprised to know kind of how late I got into it. Um, you know, it was, it was just during my A-levels that I decided that I really wanted to do what I do now. Um, and I think it's important for people to know that they don't have to have had an interest since they were a kid in order for it to be, you know, suitable or, or sensible idea. Um, Cause it, it's turned out right out. All right for me. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that's something that 
shocks people is to find out that I didn't I didn't start what I was doing until quite late on. And Jade? I'm the very same as Eliza. I didn't I didn't manage to get my apprenticeship till I was twenty eight, so telling people you were a twenty eight year old apprentice was a funny to see the expressions on people for that because like uh, like I was saying earlier because of the experience I had I'm losing faith in it it took me 12 plus years to get me where I am now so yeah telling somebody you're 28 year old apprentice never goes down too well <laughs> <laughs> just look at you like you've lost a limb <laughs> no. Doesn't matter what age you are, it's never too late. It's never, it's absolutely never too late. Never. If you have a passion, you should always go for it and never let age be a barrier. No, definitely not. Life's too short to be sat there thinking, what if, what if anymore? Absolutely. Absolutely too short. (laughs) So if you, Jade, if you had a superpower, what would it be and how would you use it to change the world? I think I'd like it to be oh maybe something like doing something with people's minds so people could be more empathetic to see stuff from other people's point of view and there's not some very nice people in the world at the moment and there's some are and they don't get the recognition or the understanding that they deserve. So I think something like that, just so people could just be a little bit more nicer and think about each other a little bit more, change the mind. So, so you'd like people to, you'd like to be able to make people think a bit more positively? Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. And, and Eliza? Yeah. What would your, what would your superpower be? <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, uh, see, maybe seeing into the future. <laughs> ah. <laughs> then, then you could kind of change things that were gonna be that were gonna happen that were bad and yeah maybe make a difference that way i would like to be wonder woman and play around in the amazon forest (laughs) (laughs) i'd like super strength as well if if you're allowed to (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, yeah, i'll allow you to have another one yes (laughs) go for it (laughs) yeah that'll help you with your job yes Well, what an amazing show. I don't want this to end, ladies. Oh, it's going to be lovely. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you. Thank you both for sharing, coming on the show today and sharing your wonderful stories. Well, thank you uh, for having us. Yeah, thank you. Okay, take care. You thank too. You. <laughs> Bye. Coming up next, a short on the tools relaxation audio guaranteed to melt away all your stress and anxiety. Here we go. Thank you for listening to the Women in Trade, the Hats Are Off podcast. I'm your host, Janet Curdu, founder of Women in Trade magazine, which is the UK's only publication focusing on women's trades. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email events at womenintrade.co.uk. Coming up next, a short relaxation meditation guaranteed to help you start your day in a positive way. Here we go.
take a deep breath and out. And in and out. Repeat after me. My customers love me. I create great things. Everything I do is amazing. I get repeat business easily. I love what I do. I am happy. I am calm. I am fearless. I am loved and liked. I am free to go to work with joy. Take a deep breath in and out. There is always a solution. Don't live in fear. See you next time.